church. Family. Theology. News. Entertainment. Evangelism. If it's Christian, then we're talking about it. This is the Mike Charleston Podcast. Hey everyone out there, this is Mike Charleston and we are live in our studio and today we've got a bunch of people joining us today. We have it. Larry actually is in studio instead of on his pathetic phone. So, And Larry is with his wife Pam, yes. who is a first timer. You want to say hi? Hello there. Wow, there you go. That was your first line on the podcast. And awesome. Sarah is with us too. So we have four of us, actually we have five of us in the studio. Joshua's here too. Joshua, why don't you say something? Hey everyone. Yeah, someone told me. So we were, baby, you didn't say anything. Hi everybody. Yeah, okay. So this, we missed last week. We apologize, well, all those people. Sometimes we people look forward to it. And, and it wasn't my fault. No, it wasn't your phone, it actually. Wasn't, you know, it and it wasn't storming. But what had happened was, this is what has happened, you know. We, we were just tired. And we were, you know, busy working, getting ready for what we're going to be talking about today. We're getting ready for the camp that we did. And just so much was going on that I just can't, I can't do it. We can't do it. So we apologize for all the listeners. I know people sometimes look forward to the next episode and it wasn't there, but that is why it wasn't there. So we're not going to have that much of an episode today either, but because we just got back basically yesterday. And so we're going to talk about that today. Uh, what happened at the shindig there, the, the camp that we did. Yeah. Awesome. It was an awesome time. <laughs> right. Well, well, so what? as you can tell, my voice is a little shot because, uh, uh, well, been yelling a lot. I was yelling yeah. a lot. Um, so anyway, hopefully, uh, my voice will be back together next week. But anyway, Larry and Pam, why don't you go ahead and well, first, why don't you introduce your, your wife a little bit, Pam? I mean, uh, Larry, <laughs> <laughs> this is my wife, Pam. We've been married. It'll be in December 21st. It'll be our 30th anniversary. And how so, many of those have been happy years? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. 30. We're going to say all of all them. Of them. All of them. Yes. Happier every year. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Aww. So, yeah. So, so anyway, we are going to talk about, we're going to revisit what happened this past weekend. It was actually kind of fun to meet some listeners. Oh yeah. So what we did was we call it like a family camp. It's called, we, we actually call it the Mississippi shindig, but it is basically a family camp. We have a bunch of kids there and there was probably about how many people, babe? About 330 people. About that. 330 people were, were there and a lot of them were kids. We had a lot of young people, uh, children, teenagers, adults. There was just a good mix of everyone right. there. Uh, what was really neat was to meet some of the, the listeners out oh, there. Oh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. So some of you are listening out there right now. Uh, we got to meet people like Moose and, and his Oh, yeah. His, his girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. His, they're, they're, they're actually a thing now, so good luck with them. We actually got to meet Evan. Oh, yeah. So tell us about Evan. Evan is an interesting fella. He's a great guy. He was kind of, he's an unassuming guy. I'll, I'll be, hopefully, hopefully I won't embarrass him, but uh, he, he's listening right now probably. Um, which is kind of weird if I said that if he's listening right now, then he's listening right now. But anyway, the, the, 
or he will be listening. He came up and he challenged me on a couple of things that I was I was teaching on the podcast, and that was fine. But I was like, wow, man, that's kind of uh, uh, you know okay. Uh, I can do I can deal with that. But then later on, he actually came down and sat by by me and you, right? Right. Was it was it you and me, or was it Pam there? Were you there too? At one point, I was in the mix with y'all for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, we were just sitting there, and he comes walking up to us, and he's very dry, like he's very kind of serious minded in in some ways. Yeah, he's. I appreciate his wit and humor because I like that. Well, and he it's, said his favorite episode was the the father's day one where we just went off on some dad some jokes. dad jokes oh. so we humored him with some dad jokes oh yeah so hey, we started he's he's giving me some good ones well so yeah so before you get there you, so we're telling him and we're going back laughing and he's like well hey guys i got one and so we're like okay let's see what you got he, you know he doesn't come across as like a funny guy or anything right. you know he's just very serious i, I got one for you guys and so he tells one, and to be honest, when he tells the joke, I'm like, dude, I don't get it. I'm like, well, it's not very funny. Like, well, say it again. I wasn't paying attention. Like, say it again. And then he said it, and I was like, oh, that was good. That was a good one. That was a good one. It was. That was, yeah. I used that quite a bit. Yes, you so, did. Yeah. yeah, he caught you using it. Larry actually yeah, kept saying his jokes around the camp and at one point we were sitting back to back with him at lunch and Larry didn't realize it and he started saying one of Evan's jokes. Evan turns around, hey, that sounds familiar. Yep. <laughs> I know this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that was funny. But uh, there's hard to it's hard to tell that joke because it's not really appropriate for the podcast. Not because it's bad right. because it needs it needs input. Like it right. needs someone else's uh, input. Like you got to wait for someone's response before it's, you can say it, so it's it's kind of hard to say it here, but uh, it was it, it was actually funny. Once once he went through, because at first he caught me off guard, and his delivery is very dry. It's and it perfect. Was, it was awesome. <laughs> yeah. So Evan out there, you you won us over, man. Good job. So That's yeah. Cool. Oh, and and Evan, poor Evan. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. We yeah what? we really need to pray for him. Yeah, what happened to him, babe? I'm not sure. He came to help with all the kids stuff, and the next thing I know, he was gone because he got hurt. He got hurt. Well, the story I heard, so he's helping with the kids, and right. he's doing the sack race, uh, the two-legged sack race, I guess, where you just your both legs are in the sack, right. and he's doing, and he was beating them, of course. And he was trying to show off to the kids and do what they do in the NFL where they kind of go into the touchdown. They kind of jump and do a flip and land on their back and roll. Well, he landed on his shoulder right, and tore it. Like he ripped yeah, his shoulder apart and, yeah. and his his ligaments. And he's, he's going to need surgery pretty soon. So, yeah, yikes. Uh, yeah, Evan, we'll be praying for you. Yep. Yep. So Evan, if you're listening, we're praying for you. So we let, we we met a couple other listeners, and so it's fun to actually meet people that are actually listening. And there was actually a good bit of people there listening. So if you are listening, thank you for listening. It's fun to meet you, and uh, so thank you for that. But yeah. Anyway. And the well, I, some of the highlights. The music yeah. was great. Great time of worship, and yeah. just having a crowd of people like that was was great yeah. the, when you hear a big crowd like that start singing it really it adds i have to agree with that and even before the week before um the family camp the shindig whatever we're calling it it might be renamed i hear but anyway i was talking to sarah and um 
it just seemed like it was heavy. A lot of things that they were trying to work out and get all the music because they were leading the music and get all of that um, organized and kids were going hither and yon and they didn't have everybody there to practice together. And I suggested, well, why don't y'all just nix some of that? Right. right. And um, boy, was I wrong on that. We had such a blessing with the singing and the worship and I've never been anywhere where I have sensed the spirit so freely in the worship time or singing or whatever you want to call it. It was just absolutely beautiful. I know, you know, praising you guys in front of you here, but um, (laughs) bring it on. It really, really really was. And um, even talking with Sarah before we, I told my girls, I just sensed because, you know, I pray for you all the time, of course, for these. And I told my girls, I just really feel a heaviness, maybe a little bit of a burden or something. Um, So just prayed really harder. And I know that the spirit was just so evident and so obvious and moving greatly in this weekend. So I I pray that people were blessed as much as we were. And um, thank you. Mm. It was a real blessing. Yeah. And for the Tates. Yes. Because it was a commitment for them, too, to get together with you guys. And Absolutely. Practice. No, that is, it's a big commitment for all of us. But, uh, yes, thank you for the Tates helping us. The uh, Actually, we got to meet our consultant, too. And oh. he, he actually gave me something else to work on. And I actually like this one because it really had more to do with Michael Thornton. And, uh, and not so much with me, but uh, he has a lot he has to work on. Yes, Michael. <laughs> so Michael Thornton, he doesn't really listen to the podcast too much. So I don't think you hear this, but he probably will uh, somewhere down the line. But yeah, he, he's a funny guy. When he gets on the microphone here, he kind of clams up a little bit. But uh, yeah, he was causing quite a scene there. And uh, <laughs> he really likes Larry. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. <laughs> got a little man crush so anyway what else stuck out for you at the so so a lot of people out there listening really don't know what we do but we do once a year we put on this this family camp they call it a shindig the mississippi shindig and you know it's not we have a dance there or anything but we just get together and it's a it's a nice gathering and we we sing we have uh, some sessions that we we preach and we actually had a baptism this year a couple people got baptized which was cool uh, we just we have activities. We have a volleyball tournament. We have a gaga ball tournament. We have human foosball tournament. Yeah, if you don't know what a human foosball is, that's actually pretty pretty fun. Uh, if you want blisters and things like that. Right. But uh, anyway, and you know basketball volleyball. So anyway, it, there's a lot of activities for the young kids. It's a really great atmosphere for for homeschool Christians. The canoe race. No, oh, the canoe, canoe race. race. I forgot about that. Did anybody did. flip over this year? Yes, we oh, had a I number of people flip over. Oh, that's awesome. So, and I don't remember all the other people. I was kind of talking to someone at the time, but uh, they told me a couple people flipped over while I, they were they were talking to me. So I missed those. I, I Hopefully someone got them on video, though. That's always fun to see. So what we do is we have couples. Usually it's married couples start out, and then they're in the canoe, and we race to one side. They have to get out of the canoe, get a ball, get back into the canoe, and come back to the other side and drop off the ball. Well, when you get out of a canoe and you're, you're rushing, that's where people get dumped, and it's kind of fun there. But anything else that stuck out with you, to you guys? Sarah did the uh, woman's uh, breakout session and got a lot of rave reviews, but she won't talk to me about it. She's like, no, I can't talk about what we talked about. That's not true that I won't talk to you about we it. We just haven't had a chance to talk about it. So, no, that's really what happened. But it was a, actually, it was a, 
I think this was the best one we've ever done. Yeah. This is our fifth one we've done. And when we get back from the break, we're going to talk about why we do it. But I just wanted to give you guys a chance just to, you know, highlights that you thought about the camp. I know Pam has more she wants to say. I really appreciated the singing. I've already said that. But the messages, too, were just absolutely dynamic. And right. Who was speaking? Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> well, there was this fellow named Mike Charleston. He did a few of the, the messages. And then Ben Sargent. He um, is with Onward for Christ. And he is... Uh, for one of the podcasts, your kids were talking about going on a missions trip right. with him, and he was the leader of that um, to Colorado. And um, just some dynamic speaking. I really feel like the spirit was moving through you guys and speaking through you. And I have loads of notes I could share, but that mm. would take all day. So we'll share those privately <laughs> with anyone interested. Oh, well, <laughs> like uh, I know some people really, we have an email. And, and I spoke on marriage. Uh, I can't get, I can't help but have a bunch of homeschool families get together and not talk about marriage because I think the devil is attacking marriage, especially, especially in those families. Uh, the devil doesn't want to see us raise godly kids. He doesn't want to see the love and joy in our families, and he's going to attack that. And so I, I want to always talk about marriage. And plus, I, I, I love marriage. The, the topic of marriage. I love marriage too, but um, I just love the topic of marriage. And me and my, my wife and I are always w eager to talk about that subject. So we talked about that. And we also talked about just... Um, joy. Kind of like, yeah, joy. I guess we could just... Mm, joy. So that was fun. But anyway, I heard... Was that Pam's you whispering on the microphone there? Well, I didn't know if Larry wanted to read some of my notes because oh. I really felt like some of the few things, I mean, you said a lot of great things in the marriage one, but um, marriage is a team sport. Mm. I just felt like that probably spoke to a lot of people because a lot of people there love the sports. But anyway, you said marriage is a team sport. And I thought that was really good. And then um, you went on to say, we win together or we lose together. Mm. And if your marriage is struggling, you are struggling, right. not, not your spouse. It's not just your spouse. Anyway, I don't know. And then you had the whole one another stuff, and there are like a hundred times that one another was um, is said in the Bible, and that you know it's it's a one another thing, right. it's a together thing, it's a team, and that just really stuck out to me or mm. struck me as um, something a lot of people can use. And I, Larry and I have a great marriage, and I'm very thankful for that. But not everybody has a great marriage. No, unfortunately, that and that's why we talk about this. It's it, everyone comes to these events. People go to church. People go out in public and put on a mask. And I'm not talking about <laughs> for COVID. <laughs> yeah, you know, we, we Another put mask. On, right. The, the one that we've always been wearing. And we, we put on an image of what we want to show people what we are. And people think that we're doing well. But inside the home, it's struggling. And, and we don't always need to know everyone's business. But if people can get hold of these type of things and, and, and heal their marriage and make it a, a very godly marriage then then we've accomplished something you right. know and, and I'm, I'm i'm glad i can All help right. in some ways but no it was it was i would like to say it was refreshing but let's just say let's just put it this this way the first night did not start out very well it was thursday night i got three hours of sleep that <laughs> yeah, is not no, a good not start a, to a weekend <laughs> that you don't get much sleep on and so anyway you had your hand up there yeah <laughs> feel like i'm in school yeah <laughs> no i was gonna say this is something that we as a family, we look forward to all year. It's sure. a it's a great time to just well, one meet new people. There were how many new people? There this were year? there was 132 new people that have never been to this shindig, right? You know this one, 
And so 132 new people is kind of intimidating when you, I don't, there's no way I can meet them all. Right. But I got a chance to meet most of them. And so it is, it's fun to, to, to get that new blood in right. there and just kind of meet new people, meet some old friends. Yeah. I like to tell people it's kind of like a family reunion. I don't want to tell people that too much because people do get married from these things. And um, that's, well, well, we do live in the South. Yeah. So. <laughs> I would say it's more like a family reunion you want to go to. Yeah, so that's true, too. It depends on the family, right? But I had good family reunions growing up. But uh, uh, we only had one, uh, one family member meet another family member and get married. I'm just kidding. They, they didn't do that. <laughs> well, we were in Mississippi. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. No one in Mississippi listens to this. They, oh, don't, have, they don't have electricity. <laughs> they, don't know how to, they don't know how to use the technology. Oh, Chuck is going to be mad now. Wow. Oh, no, but it, was, it is like a family reunion. We look forward to seeing people we haven't seen. Now, some of the people we've seen fairly often throughout right. the year. And then there's some people we see only once a year at these events. So it is, it's really refreshing to go and see well, them. I was going to say too, you think of how many really deep friendships come out of yeah. this. It's amazing. It's awesome. Well, we met at something like this. Right, we did. Yeah. It wasn't technically a shindig at the time, but it was a, it was a, an event and up in West Virginia in right, 2005. Yeah. 16 years ago. That's right. Wow, we, was it we that long there, ago? That's crazy. And we kind of determined. Now, we'll get into that after after our break here, but kind of what pushed us into that direction to keep these things going. And uh, so actually, unless you have anything else you guys want to talk about, they're all shaking their head no. no and we'll go ahead was, and get out of here. Wait, wait. I was just going to say, that's a good intro to give kind of wet people's appetite and yeah, to see yeah. how exciting it is and how, well, I would say this too, that, the fact that there were so many new people, I think we'll jump into the next topic of sure. what we, uh, why we do this and right. stuff. But there were people there that I met the one family. I mean, they were looking for something like this. Right. And to find it, they were really happy they came. Absolutely. And so they, they're going to bring a couple other families next time. Right. But we're only limited in space. Uh, yeah. So that's the problem. A, well, and that's the other thing. we When you get too big. Right it kind of loses the family feel. Absolutely. So maybe some of these people... Yeah, remember that. We'll talk about that on yeah. the other side because yeah. that is a good point That because we went to bigger ones. Right. And it wasn't the same. Yeah. So well, anyway, let us get... Joshua, won't you... Oh, so someone told me we were at the camp and they were like, hey, I listened to the podcast. Jeremiah's gone. And I'm like, yeah, he is. He, he's busy. He does other things. He's like, well, we inter you introduced Jeremiah and we kind of met him, but what about Joshua? So Joshua has been doing this for so long and we didn't really get to meet him. So that's why we wanted to put him on the mic. Joshua, do you have anything you want to say? No, of course not. He's shaking his head no. <laughs> but he was, he was part of our worship team. He does the synthesizer and he likes all the sound equipment stuff. So anyway, go ahead, Joshua. Why don't you uh, get us out of here? You're listening to the Mike Charleston Podcast. We are back and we are talking about our fellowship camp that we just did this past weekend that we're so exhausted and couldn't do it on Monday. We did it on, today is Tuesday, so we're a day behind. But so we're going to be talking about we talked about the highlights of what we did. But in this this segment, we are going to be talking about why we actually do this. 
And I think it's kind of, we were talking about this bef- before, we, we thought about doing this podcast before the shindig, and I thought it was a good idea that we let people know why we actually do this. So, babe, why do we do this? Just start off with you, right? Oh, yeah. Wow, I didn't realize you were going to put me on the okay, spot Okay, I'll, I'll answer the question. <laughs> okay. uh, uh, you know, maybe you should have asked the question, like, well, why? So it really kind of started a long time ago. So, so basically, this is what we have here. We have a bunch of homeschool families, and, and not everybody that's listening homeschools, and I get that. But we took the word of God very seriously, and we thought we're not going to let the government raise our kids. We're going to raise our kids like the Bible teaches, and we're going to instruct them in the way they should go. And as you start taking those things very seriously, you become a little bit more insular, and you just start retreating a little bit, and you kind of forget that there is a world out there, which is a danger, and we talked about that a couple episodes ago. But in that process, even in churches, you feel lonely because you're different than everybody else. You are a homeschooler. You're weird. And it's, it's just hard to connect with people. So you feel all alone, and that can be a problem. And we were starting to feel that way. Our little fellowship was very small, and we didn't really have many friends for our kids. Now, we were fine with that. We were, we were already married, and we're good. We're like, we don't need many friends, right. you know, even though it's nice to have friends. But we were thinking in the future, what about our kids and their spouses and and where are they going to find these people and no greater joy ministries put on these events called shindigs which i really don't like the name right but it is what it is and they they have these shindigs and well actually before they had the shindigs they wrote michael pearl wrote a book called jumping ship i don't know if you guys read the book yep read the book and it actually hit home with me and the whole point of the book is if you if you just live your principles and you live your little life out in the middle of the country and you don't surround yourself with anybody, the kids are going to leave because they, they want to experience life. You've already experienced life. We've already had our experiences. They haven't. And they're, they're curious about this world. They're curious about, they, they, they need social interaction. They need friends. And I don't want them just to go hang out every day, all day, but they still need friends, Right. So we were like, we need to do something. So we, we started going to these, these events, not because we wanted our kids to get married. In fact, our oldest, who is 21 now, was probably what, 11, 12? Something like that. Right, yeah. And so, well, you know, we just wanted fellowship, started meeting people. And our goal was that every fellowship camp or shindig or day of fellowship, whatever we call these things, that we're going to collect a family. You know, we start collecting a family and add them to our thing and eventually we just started our own because of Pam really really right. it was all you it was me yeah it, it was yeah you one well, day you said uh do you even remember this I'm thinking <laughs> you're not so sure you're like uh well well because one day you were just like we should take some of our really close friends and just have like a real mini mini get gathering at your house and just at your house and I, I thought about that and I'm like no 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 was, the, the was, bathroom situation oh, parking yeah. situation was that before or after we did the crawfish boil here that had I don't, to be before probably before okay yeah 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 before but we went through the list of all the people that we would want to invite and right. that's when we realized we can't we right, can't right. do it it's here. too many we we actually collected a lot of friends by this point yeah and there's no way we could invite them all at our house. So we started looking at a little camp down the road from us. And they they have two big bunkhouses where guys, girls. And I'm like, we don't want to yeah. do that. 
So we started looking around. I said, well, if we're going to do this, if we're going to do Pam's idea, then <laughs> we're... We might, yeah, well, then we might as well just do it on a bigger scale. Why don't we just do a real camp and invite anybody that wants to go? And so that first year we did, and we, we only got like 150 people maybe, and which is fine. It was still good. We ironing out our, our wrinkles. And, and so we've been doing this for five years now. Uh, mainly because we, th- we think it's vital for Christians to have fellowship, not just for young people, even uh, us old people. We, we need fellowship. And so that's kind of why we started going down that road of going to these camps. And the, the church wasn't good enough. Like just going to church and, you know, hanging out with the, the fellowship of the saints in those small fellowships just wasn't good enough. Not to say that ours was, is bad, but there's not, not many people. Well, I'll say to that, because uh, you, you mentioned about sometimes you feel alone, even in your church. Right. So these are, it's nice to go to something like this where you realize you're not the only weirdos out there. Right. Pretty they're, much. They're yeah. all over the country. That's right. <laughs> and yeah. so, so you can fit in there and you feel, in a sense, at home. Feel more comfortable. More comfortable, yeah. Right? You can be yourself. You don't have to worry about. Now, granted, there's 330 some people there. We are not going to agree on everything right the doctrines are going to be a little varied here and there but we focused on jesus we focused on lifting his name up and it was it was all good and so that's the that's kind of the whole purpose of it what about you guys like what was your journey for joining these things or was it just to follow us around well (laughs) do you want you go first after we met you yes that was what it was that's it it. oh i can say a lot more but i thought i might share the mic space well go ahead they're sitting right next to each other on sharing one mic so yeah well i would say when we first went 16 years ago it was such a god thing because it happened very last minute and there was no more room at the camp in the shenandoah valley there Oh, that's right, because you had to get that separate place. Yeah, so right. we got an off-site, um, like a townhome thing that was really beautiful. Yeah, it was. And it was really inexpensive because it was supposed to be off-season. And our kids prayed all the way from Florida to West Virginia that it would snow. Yeah, and it did. And it, did, it wasn't yeah. supposed to snow. So yeah. it was their fault. It was yeah. our fault. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> our children's fault. 12 inches. That's funny. And I remember um, being overwhelmed with the amount of people that were there. My baby. Really? Yeah. The, yes. There were what, maybe a thousand? No, there, not no, there. No, it wasn't was that it, big. Wasn't that big? No. You're such a social butterfly. I know, but I, you know, my baby was 11 months, and we'd driven all that way. There might have been 300 people. It seemed like probably a lot just more. really tired. I don't know, but then, like you guys were the only ones we met. Well, we're the only non-Amish people that were there. Well, that's true. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that was what shocked me. I'm like, am I joining a cult here? There yeah. And then I would have to say when, because I'm just such a cut up and, you know, kind of, I think I'm witty and probably not. But anyway, when we met you guys and you came over to that little townhouse thing we had and um, we were playing a game and I'm like giving it to Sarah, you know, you can tell a lot about people when you play a game with them because... Maybe I know, and you found out we're winners. You yeah, guys were, <laughs> you guys were starting to just kind of not friction, but you know, want to win. You know, being being competitive with us, and anyway, something happened where Larry and I started doing the same thing, and Sarah's like, "Well, you can tell a lot about <laughs> yeah, people by playing a game with them." And I thought, "Uh huh, 
This is my match. Well, I like this lady. Yeah, and that's the kind of neat thing because you don't know who who's going to be there, who you're going to meet, right? And, and when you connect, you'll find people you really connect with, sure. and it's it's great and it's lasting, right? Uh, and, and you don't even have to. Well, I was going to say you don't have to even live close to them, but we've been trying to get you guys <laughs> <laughs> moving over here for us. You, but we have friends all over the country mutual friends right and we look forward to these events all over there's some now this was a big event this was a thursday friday saturday it was very organized it was very there was a show basically right, yeah. it was we, even i don't want to call it a show because it was there was worship but there was there's a preaching it was very pretty like the, the camp was beautiful. oh yeah it's beautiful these other events maybe aren't that you can go tent mm-hmm. camp you can just bring your food uh, it's not as structured, maybe, but those are still great. Those are great events. You get still meet the same people. You get to meet new people. There's there's events all over the country. There's some in South Dakota, o- Ohio, Florida, Texas. Am I missing one? Mississippi. There's a Pennsylvania all- this oh, year. Oh yeah, the Pennsylvania one. We actually got to meet some of the people that from there. So there's these these events all over the place, and they're not just home church people. No. Uh, but these are people who are starving for fellowship and wanting to really connect on a on a real level, and that's what we kind of provide here. Is right. like, hey, go get to know these people. Go, let's get in the Word of God. Let's let's encourage one another. Let's bless one another. Let's uh, get to know one another. And sometimes you get to meet people, and you're like, I probably don't want to talk to that guy ever again. Uh, no. But that happens very rarely. Well, for us, we did the West Virginia. Mm-hmm. And then the next one was the Fort Rock family camp, which a little bit different, right? But that was the next event. And then, then you was, backslid for a Texas, while. We I did, yes. yeah, but you didn't do Texas. I think Texas we did. Is we the went next to one. Texas a couple of years. Not the big, no, so not the big, big one. Oh, oh, right. oh. So, oh, that's what we wanted to talk about as we were going into break. So right. then, so. We weren't the original people to put these camps on. We just carried them on later. Uh, the the Pearls had put on these big events, and their first one was in Texas, and then they did one in Missouri and North Carolina. And there was a couple thousand people, and it was a talk about a show. It was a show. It was big time, and they they did it up pretty well. But it was so big. You couldn't yeah. get to know people. You didn't even know where to eat with people. It was just so on a on a grand scale. And I li- I enjoyed them. Right. Don't get me wrong, but it was we didn't really get to. There was only one family we really met and stayed in contact with. Actually, two because Jeremiah got in contact with a friend of his, and we mm. we met the family through that. But only two from those big, big, gigantic events. I've talked to most of these people that go to these events, and they were all there. But <laughs> there was no way we could could have met. Uh, so it was really, um, so when the pearls t- stopped doing that, they're like, we're not going to do them anymore. People started picking them up and that's when we decided to kind of pick them up and start doing that on a smaller scale. And I think the smaller scale, so much better. Absolutely. Uh, it seems like the, the good numbers between three and 400 people, uh, 400, I couldn't meet everybody, but there is enough time to sit down and actually talk to the person and then see them again the next day and remember them and carry on a conversation. So I think that was the sweet spot. And that's about where our camp is. We, we have about 400 people. Well, we can, we can hold 400 right. people. Uh, we don't get 400 people, but we, we can hold about that much. And it's, so the intimacy is a little bit more on the smaller. And obviously, when you get too small, it, becomes a, it doesn't become a big event anymore, but it's still nice you know, on some right. levels. I don't know. What do you guys think about that? Well, I think you're right because... Too big 
and like you were saying, you don't, it's hard to connect with people because right. there's so many. So 300, I think the other thing is to the way you structure yours, the, it, you have enough time where you do, you can relax and you can go around and meet people right. that you, you're not always rushing to an, a, to a speaking session or something like right. that. It's not a seminar. Right. Which you got to decide what you are, your seminar or a camp. And we'd like to have our preaching and our teaching session. Uh, the way I do church, as you guys know, by listening to the podcast, we don't necessarily have a preacher that gets up. But I do like when we have a big group, uh, I like to have someone expound or preach. And uh, that's, that's fun. That's fun for right. me to do. And I'm sure Ben enjoyed it, too. But it's it's not what we normally do on our smaller scale, our our home fellowships. Right. But that's not what this is. This is more of a celebration, a big gathering uh, that we do once a year or a couple of times a year. And so that I think it's appropriate for well, that time. And also, there were several times where people just brought out their instruments and absolutely that was fun. Had a, yeah, it had a I guess you call it a jam, jam session, session, right? And then started singing, and so you have that opportunity to do that. You had the opportunity to just go and. Find somebody that you didn't know before and get to know them. And yep. like there was a family that for, they moved from Washington state to Arkansas. And then they came to the shindig. I can't remember how they heard about it. They heard it through. So uh, the, the daughter was on some kind of Facebook group page that has a bunch of conservative singles. And it kind of got a, around there. And there was a couple girls there, I guess, that were going. So she drug her family there, which is kind of they don't know anyone. There was another family there that we talked to for a pretty good bit. Uh, me and you. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. You and me, me and you, mm. whatever it you is. You and me. Yeah. <laughs> we talked to him, and his story was very, very interesting. Uh, he was all over the place, moving and trying to find community. Right. And he re- he didn't know anybody here. I forget how he heard about it. I don't remember how he heard about it. Oh, he was, oh that was right. He was at a conference at that same camp about a month ago. And the people there were talking about, hey, there's a, there's a thing here, uh, conservative, homeschool, you know, home, whatever it is, camp that's coming up. So he signed up and he was glad it's, it's the thing is though, when you come to one of these camps, it is once you get to know people, you kind of click a little bit. When I say click, as in like you, you, you form a click. And so, and that's just natural. Once you get to know people and you like the people that you you're used to, you kind of want to talk to them more. So it's hard to integrate the new people. But we had such a such a big group of new people this year that I hope that worked out this this year. I tried to meet some new people, but not too many. Well, I tried to go out because well, it's a, it's a mixed thing because some of the people we know and we really enjoy, like Mark mm-hmm. and his family, I hadn't seen him in a while, and so Scoggins. I'm sorry, I got <laughs> yeah, you can't well, whisper. Scoggins, but, yeah, you got a right. nice long talk with Brad. Right. Well, I was going to mention them in a minute, but um, yeah, that's all right. You read my mind. It was a short read, by the way. But <laughs> uh, where was I? Oh, yeah. So you were name dropping. No, <laughs> no, that was Pam. Oh, no. <laughs> I didn't want to mention names because I didn't know if anybody wanted their name. But anyway, so I wanted to reconnect with some of these people that we really like and we really enjoy being around, but we don't get to see them very often. Mm-hmm. But also, I wanted to get to know some new people sure. as well. So it was good. It was that's why you ate lunch with me like five times. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's not true. Actually, I don't. Did we ever eat? I think we ate lunch once. Yeah. Well, I that's think right. It was one time. One time. Right. So yeah. In fact, that's the funny thing is we don't really hang out together at the 
camp. No, not too okay. much, but we hang out more than you think. Well, yeah, because it, it's just normal. Yeah. We, it's comfortable. But there, there is a couple of days where I hardly see you, and it's just it's fine. Right, you know, it's, it's all good. You come to our house afterward anyway. So, well, I was gonna say back to, well, I don't know if I should mention their names, but it's already mentioned. The Scoggins. <laughs> <laughs> say fast and <laughs> Scoggins. <laughs> it that was when I first saw them. Then it was at I think did they go to the Texas one? Of the, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So th- it's a problem with me, but. You know how you see somebody and you get an image of what make they, judgments right away. You do, and yep. I did. Yep. And I thought, ooh, those people. I don't want to hang around with them because I probably won't fit in, and they're not going to like me anyway. Why? Because they had the head coverings. They had the head coverings. And wearing the dresses. Yeah. And which a lot of people wear dresses, but with the head, they looked Mennonite. They, they looked, did. They yeah. Right. And and they looked more stoic and serious. Right. And I was like, yeah, why bother? Right. But. Boy, was I wrong. Right, right. <laughs> I was, They're not stoic at all. I, <laughs> I, uh, I called that one wrong completely. And I'm glad I got a chance to get to know them because, wow, what a great family. No, right. So we, we go over there and have crawfish boils and we invite people over to their house all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's one of those things where you just have to break out of yourself Right. Don't go, assume that you, you already know all these things right. about you'd be very surprised. And that's what I really like. I mean, at the end of the day, a lot of these people here are looking starving for fellowship. And yeah, they might have their little quirks or idiosyncrasies that are different than ours. But, you know, at the heart of it, they they they're mm-hmm. growing, too. Right. And they're wanting to do what God wants. And we're doing this together now. And so it's, it's really exciting. I, I have to say, though, I did play a big prank on you this weekend. <laughs> you did. I, I that was well played. That, that was, was a shameful. Good, it was. It was good. It was. I didn't realize how bad it would be, but I it just happened on the spot because I'm up there giving announcements and I'm like, you know, honestly, if you need some help, uh, there's people here that know that are been helping out with it, and uh, I don't know if I, I who I said, but I said, well, Larry. Larry can help. And I, and I just looked at you and it just looked like you needed a hug at the time. Right. <laughs> and if you don't know Larry, his love language is not physical touch. He does not like hugs no, at all. No. And I well. just said, if you see Larry, give him a hug. And he must have gotten, I don't know, 50 hugs. I met a lot of new people. Yeah. <laughs> they tortured you all weekend. I am so sorry. Not really. But it was it was funny. It, I didn't realize how bad it would be. But uh, Michael Thornton was terrible on you. But <laughs> that was that was almost sinful. But, uh, yeah. yeah. He, Felt he, a little violated. He, he loved you. But, uh, but anyway, no, that was, that was, but that is kind of the reason why we, we do these things. I know there's listeners out there and there's people from uh, actually foreign countries that probably don't have this. And, and there's other house church people out there and other people who are kind of on the fringe of Christianity and don't really fit in. And I, my suggestion is to just start either, you can come to these camps or other little camps around, uh, check our website out and find uh, where you could where you can ha- find these little days of fellowship that are local, right. more local on a, on a more local level. And you can either, either that or start your own little things, get a couple friends that you have and go camping, uh, just get away for a weekend. That, that is kind of the, the, the nice thing where I could not get cell service hardly. So I had no uh-huh. idea what was going on in the world. I didn't get my emails. I, I was like, man, I got like 3000 emails. I got to check <laughs> now. And you know, you don't miss it. No, you, you really don't. don't miss it. And so just go get away for a while and connect with people uh, on that kind of level and not just go to a traditional church 
where you sit there and listen to a preacher and sing a couple hymns and, and or songs or what and there's nothing wrong with singing hymns and songs and listen to a preacher but we don't connect with humans anymore we don't connect with people and we don't encourage one another we don't bless one another we don't pray for one another so all these that was one of my messages was with one another and that is missing in the church today so get together with someone man as my encouragement for people who are kind of struggling with a lack of fellowship or kind of feel alone right is man that's where we were kind of and we reached out and man it is, it is fun it is it fun is a to, lot of to fun. reach out with god's people and, and and meeting them throughout the years i'd say also it's for me i don't know if you guys feel this way but it's a it's a mixed thing because you're there, you're excited about going and you get there and you see all your friends and you have a good time and then it's over. It's over. You have yeah, to leave. Really, that, that is a problem. <laughs> um, it's good and bad. I mean, obviously we can't do this forever, but there are little smaller events right around. And that is the encouragement that, that uh, I would say is just find those smaller events throughout the year too, because we go to as many as we can. I mean, that is... That is what we do for fun. We, we, we don't really do a lot of vacations. This is kind of our vacations is going around to these different things. And, you know, my wife is just sitting here shaking her head. She, she hasn't said anything in a while. Do you, do you have anything you want to say about these camps? Well, I was just wondering about the, you said at the beginning that we try to collect families when we go. Right. And I don't know if people know what that means, but I think the Grimms might be the first people we collected. <laughs> right. They, I think they might. So when I say collect a family, so we would go to an event and an event and like look around and we would meet a family and kind of connect with them in some way and be like, I need to get your information. We need to somehow stay in touch throughout the year, even if it's just a phone call, even if it's right. just through text messaging or something and encourage them to kind of come along and actually there was a little a law in our relationship with the Grimms there for a couple of years because they were involved in cc yes yeah, uh, i don't think it was our fault right i'm pretty sure <laughs> you know well yeah. then we kind of but what we did and and maybe they don't remember it this way but this is how it was um <laughs> that we when we met at the fort rock thing again and kind of reconnected again on that level but then we were like you need to come to big sandy for a shindig and, and this thing that's good. And you're like, well, we can't, we got CC. And we're like, well, whatever. Right. And we moved on and just kind of met other families. And then we, we tried to promote another event that was coming. You're like, mm, we can't really do that one either. And I don't even know if you made any of the big ones. No, we didn't. No, no. Didn't, what didn't was so like for three years, you just kind of were out there doing your own thing. And lost, eventually lost yeah, in the wilderness. I know. And we, we tried, so <laughs> oh, we you were did. still connected. Yeah. And we were just trying and trying. So finally, you came to one of these other events. Was and it Texas? Yep. Texas. Yeah, it. it was in Texas. And that kind of reconnected again. It did. And, yeah. and the rest was history. And here we are. Yeah. I, exactly. Can't get rid of yeah. us. Yep. What's CC? You know exactly what CC. <laughs> yes, but your listeners don't. Creative Christianity? I don't know. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Real Christianity? Classical conversation. Co classical conversation. I was thinking CC's the, the, the coffee company here in Baton Rouge. Wow. CC, yeah, classical conversations. Um, it's, a, it's a homeschooling thing, and so you were involved. And when our camps, our camps are kind of in the middle of school, or yeah, at the beginning yeah. of school, and that was a problem, and you had to make some decisions. And eventually, uh, I just talked and talked to you, and we would still talk. Right. Very rarely, mm -hmm. but a couple times a year. 
And we're just like, well, you know, we might have lost one. You know, we, we gathered them and we might have lost them. And, and that, you can't help that. But uh, but they came around. Well, here we are. So we, when I say collect, and there's a couple of families that kind of fall away. And when I say fall away, I'm not saying like lose their salvation. <laughs> wow. They just they, they get busy with life. They're, they're going the other way. But then they come back, and it's good to make that connection. So when I say collect a family, that's uh, every year I try to incorporate another one. Uh, into our fold where they are part of our inner circle, our really close friends. And I know eventually I can't keep doing that if I have like 50. But, but <laughs> I these, don't know. The uh, 4th of July event was pretty big. Pretty big. <laughs> we, we did have a bunch of people here. Uh, some wanted, some unwanted. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> where do we fit? Yeah, well, that was my, I was going to have a joke. And, uh, because Ben preached a message about friends and friendship and and I was going to get up there and go, you know what? I, I'm a wealthy man because I have a lot of friends. And most of you people out here, I was going to say, all I am friends with all of you, and I love every one of you except for one family. And I was just going to leave it linger like that. And everybody would be on edge and be like, is that me? Is that me? And no, no, but I couldn't do that. I, I love them all. And there's some that are more difficult than others. But we enjoy doing this just because we know it's a blessing to everybody else. And... It put me out of my comfort zone because I'm not very outgoing. But as a matter of I fact, I thought you said you changed. Well, that's what we found out last night. I guess <laughs> yeah. that in the last ten years, maybe that has changed, and I become the big man on campus. I guess, and I just I can't help but be the center of attention everywhere I go. But anyway, well, I, I I enjoy these camps. These are fun. I was gonna say too. We had talked about this on the drive back. How. Certain people, I how do I say this? I don't want to, but like when Michael Pearl started it, he's a great Bible teacher, but, and I think he would admit, and if you listen to him, he'll tell you he's not much of a people person. <laughs> no, so, <not> at all. <laughs> but I think it, we're giving basically the same message, but you're more approachable and more of a people person. Well, and I so, appreciate that. Well, yeah, but I, I mean, so. It, so you can reach people where he couldn't. And the other thing I was thinking of is this is kind of our thing, you know, the, the shindig and stuff. And But there comes a point, just like with your kids, you don't want them to stay at your house forever. Right. There's a time they got to go. Right. And so there may be a time where some people take this vision that you started and start their own in exactly. their area. Right. And, there's, and that's a good thing because then it's growth and well and some of these things you know people meet and get married from them right that's not the whole point but th that does happen but in our case we have met th people throughout the years where people come and they have ministries that they are part of we've sent our kids off to different ministries your kids have been right. part of the same and ones and through these things we've met other missionaries we've met other opportunities to minister and that's kind of neat and then that grows a whole nother group of people that they didn't even know we were out there Unfortunately, they're in Minnesota and Pennsylvania and, you know, all yeah. over the north. And I'm like, stop. We need <laughs> come, them down here. Come south. Speaking of ministry, um, we have taken a lot of things that you say on your podcast. I know we're around you all the time and hear you guys talk all the time. But um, we're really listening to you even when, um, you know, maybe we haven't heard a certain message personally. The mm. one that you did about being contributors or receivers. I thought that was really good. And so this yeah, time I don't even remember that we remembered that we, you know, I feel like we, we think along those lines too, 
maybe not always um, intentionally. Mm -hmm. So hearing that message from you guys, this time we prayed intentionally. Help Mm. us be contributors. Show us where we can contribute. Nice. Um, Which we do. I mean, we pray a lot, a lot before these these things. Put us around the people you want us to meet, who, who you want us to minister to, who maybe needs, you know, some encouragement or... Or whatever, and that really worked this time, especially with one of our daughters. There was a, a young lady that was new to the camp, and she just saw all these other people joining in with people that they had seen the years before, and oh, they're you know reconnecting and everything. And she really felt on the outside, and so she sat and was praying, you know, that God would bring somebody to her. And one of our daughters was praying, "Lord, take me to somebody who's in mm-hmm. need." And so it was just really a beautiful thing. Well, did how, they meet? How the spirit, oh, okay. they they did. She was sitting out on one of the rocking chairs on one of the porches, the young lady. And then our daughter was just kind of like roaming around going, okay, Lord, just lead me. And it was just such a beautiful thing. And I think mm. for both of those young ladies to see the, um, you know, for their faith to grow in that sure, too. absolutely. They, they both mm. prayed and God answered the prayer. And um, But anyway, just to be contributors and not just receivers. Obviously, we were receivers. Mm. This time too, the spirit was very, you know, just moving greatly. And I feel like everybody, if they were willing, would have received something amazing from God. Yes. Um, but I just thought that was a beautiful, a beautiful little testimony. Well, that was my, I, I had a complaint, you know, throughout the couple of years. And I felt like at camp, sometimes we just have so much fun. And I said, you know, my big complaint is I wish my, our camp was more spiritual in nature. And well, I was, maybe I shouldn't just wish I should pray more because it actually, it was. This year, it felt way more spiritual. People just were connecting on that level. They were, the conversations, the music that was being played all over the place, people just loving Jesus, you know, and that was kind of what we're, we were, we're about. No one left that camp that didn't hear the gospel clearly. Like, we, whether it was me or Ben, Ben or me, whatever. I don't know. Which one at this point, Pam? Uh, <laughs> you did good. Okay, covered them both. Uh, we both covered it in some way and made it clear uh, what the gospel is. And so if they walked out of there, th- they have no excuse. And so it's not just about delivering the gospel. We, we talked about other practical things, too, at the camp, you know, women issues, guys issues, family issues. But at some point, we don't trust that everyone there is saved. No, there's a lot of families there and a lot of kids that may not be saved. They're trusting in their own parent salvation, and they need it for themselves. And so we had to make sure that we we brought forth the gospel, and they had no excuse by the end of this weekend. And so that, I was glad to glad to have done that. You know, so why don't we go ahead? It looks like it's getting close to an hour. So why don't we go ahead and get out of this segment here? And then we got one email. We'll read that and just recap everything. Sounds good. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast today. If you'd like to participate, just give us a, send us an email at talk at fellowshipofbelievers.org. That is talk at fellowshipofbelievers.org. Thank you very much. All right, we are back, and this is the email segment. We got one email. We don't get too many emails, but it was fun that we got to meet a lot of the listeners 
uh, a good number of listeners. And we actually probably picked up a couple of people are like, hey, we didn't know you had a podcast. And so they're probably listening for the first time. So thank you for listening. But if you want to email, like you just heard, email at talk at fellowshipofbelievers.org. Or you can just look down in the description and there'll be a link because some people can't spell believers like me. <laughs> Believers, and uh, they won't get an email. But we got an email from Andrew, and he uh, says, Mike, just a quick thanks for putting the shindig together. I really appreciate your effort. It was, a ble- it was such a blessing to be around like-minded believers. Very encouraging. I have revisited some of the message in my mind, and yours on marriage was a blessing, both the one another's in the Bible and viewing things as a team. So he, he kind of agreed with you there, Pam. The, the whole team thing, that I just, uh, me and Sarah and I have been really contemplating about how we can minister to marriages, and the, the Greek word alelon is an interesting word. It means one another, and... We, we put that in the context of marriage and not just one another in the body of Christ. Start within the marriage. And that was kind of where that was birthed from. And, and it really, I want to I keep growing that concept because it's a, it's a deep, deep issue right there. I mean, there's a lot there. As we were going studying through it, I'm like, I don't know how I can make this into a 45-minute message. There is, this is like a seminar. But we did, and I, I thought it was pretty good. Um, but I don't want to pump my own tires but uh i was trying to beg it you was, guys oh, okay there you go really oh, good. you know what my love language is <laughs> but anyway that that was uh that was andrew thank you very much andrew for that email anybody else want to uh any last last thoughts just tie a bow on it shouldn't we put a plug in on the escape rooms that your daughters put together well they did a very good job rebecca who listens to the podcast hannah does sometimes too uh my two daughters my two uh, second and third daughter, I don't know. They, they, we, we try. So here's the thing about the shindigs that there's a lot of singles and we try to do events for the young people so they can kind of mingle and, and get to know one another. But sometimes they're forced, you know, where it's, it's too contrived. Right. And you're trying so hard, hard to find yeah. a mate. Well, that's not the point. We just want to get them. People get to know one another, have friends, have fun. So we came up with this idea, and if you're not aware what an escape room is, you can go look it up. It's kind of an interesting concept. You you got to figure out you're trapped in a room, and you got to get out within an hour. And so we tried to do we tried to do eight escape rooms at the same time, and and Hannah and Rebecca put that together. They did a very good job. They did a very good job. It was pretty fun. Not everybody enjoyed it, but you know whatever. But for the most part, people enjoyed it. They liked it. Only one team actually finished, which surprised me. Uh, because 12 and 13 year olds finish this, but anyway, <laughs> but no, they, they, they enjoyed the interaction, the getting to that, that was like a good icebreaker right. for young people. They can get to know those, that team that they were on. So that was kind of fun for, for them to do, but they took a lot of time and effort to put that on. So that was good for you guys, girls, you know, that was good. After hearing about it, I was like, I, I want to turn. I yeah. know. Can we do an so can we adult do one yeah. next time just for fun? Can I figure it out? <laughs> I will say, too, just a totally off the subject, but it is, it's so nice to be here and do this podcast here. Yes. And I'm sure Joshua appreciate, appreciates it with the editing. <laughs> yeah, no, no <laughs> terrible phone no. and no router going. I was telling someone, someone said, is, what, what's the deal with Larry's phone? And I'm like, well, 
So he has to use Wi-Fi calling, and the router goes out. He's like, Wi-Fi calling? I'm like, he lives out there in the boonies. Well, and that's the frustrating thing is we're not really out in no, the boonies. No, you're not. You're not. It's just something about our house. Right. Well, yeah. It's, we've been trying to tell you about that right, for well, a while. <laughs> you know, I just heard the best two things that come out of Florida. Yes. I-75 and I-10. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. That's terrible, though. That's from Evan. Yeah. <laughs> Evan is full of them now, man. He is. He's pumping them out, man. That is... Uh, he, he is... Uh, He's deceptively funny. Yeah. Like, I guess because that first conversation I had was so serious, uh, he th- kind of threw me off. Yeah. And now he's just, he's lighting them up. Yeah. And uh, so that was so, great. Back to the shindig. So now, like, if somebody wanted to start, would could they email you to get information to pick your brain on how to start? Yes, absolutely. You can you can email at the talk at fellowshipofbelievers.org or you could go to the Mississippi Shindig.com website and contact us through that. I don't I don't yeah there's a I don't know what the email is. I think it's shindig at Mississippi Shindig.com or something like but there's a link at Mississippi Shindig.com. And if you're interested in wanting to try to 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 either see where some of these events are or come to our event or start your own. Uh, we've we've helped people start their own events throughout the country, and uh, we pick each other's brains. Uh, I've talked to other people who put on events, and I've learned some things, and they've learned some things from us. So yeah, contact us. Go to MississippiShindig.com and uh, find the email button and contact us if you want to do that. That's a good question. So is that your email? That was Larry's email. Thank you, Larry no. from Florida. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, well, one, one more, one more thing. Okay. Well, I threw out an idea apparently a long time ago. Okay. I'm going to throw out another one. Uh Oh, what about the Charleston family going to different States and having more of these shindigs? Yeah. Well, so this is what happened last year. We, we tried to do one in Pennsylvania and we got, we set it all up. And then COVID hit, and literally, like the week before we were supposed to have it, they canceled on us. And so we turned that over to Madison, you know, and, and his group, and the, the Millers up there, and their group. We helped them out with the website and the Facebook page, and we just let them have their thing. We like the variety. Not every shindig has to be the same, but we were going to do that. We were going to, hey, man, we'll go. But we don't make any money on this. So it's like, um, I would love to do this as a living, but no one's going to pay us. So, But we enjoyed doing that and helping people set up their thing. Uh, we would love to come to other places and, and do this. It just takes time and, and money. And I'm not, I'm not asking for money, but it, it, it just takes time and time away from work and all those things. But we would, that was, uh, and there's, plus there's other things I would like to promote, like the one in Ohio. I like what Andrew does oh, up yes. there, the Shrocks. Their, their camp is totally different than ours. Yep. They, they do all tent camping basically, and they make their own food, but it's different. So it's cheaper, but it's, it's not the same, but it's, it's, it's good. Uh, the one in Pennsylvania, I don't know. My, my kids went there and went. There's one in Florida, which, you know, I went to a couple times because you guys live there. And there's one in Texas. There's one in South. There's, a, there's events all over the place. But, yeah, we would love to go all over the place. But, I don't know, Mississippi's our baby. Yeah. And people think we're from Mississippi because we're putting it on. And I'm like, no, because Louisiana doesn't have that many camps that we could do. So... 
Anyway, actually, they have a lot of camps. They're big, big camps. So, all right, Josh was drawing over there, and um, <laughs> so I don't know if he knows we're almost done. Um, so, anyway, anything else, babe? You, you, you did. My wife did the the session on on the women. Just women speaking. Which was hard to do. It was very hard to do. She doesn't like that you got to speak into the mic. I'm sorry. She always forgets to speak into the mic. Just think of me. That's the mic. Okay. Well, I think it all went well. It was um, fun to put on the camp and lots of work. Lots of work. I think it all paid off. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Amen. Who picked the songs? So how we do the songs, we, we ended up with like... 30 or 40 songs that we start out with. And then when we get together with the Tates, Abigail pretty much, we'll narrow it down. I'll, I'll nick some right away. We're like, we're not doing this. We're not doing this. Or we would really like to do this. And we just figure out either one, we can't do it. Like we can't play it. It doesn't work. So we just throw it out. Or we just, we, I don't know. We just work on. Abigail and I did multiple lists and then we'd bring them to him and he'd be like, uh, no, not <laughs> no. doing that. So then we would Get a new piece of paper and start over and try again. We just so. we try because it's it's hard to it's hard to do because in these camps you you don't want to you don't want to just do all acapella right. hymns and you don't want to just do all modern praise and worship songs. We want a good mix and we want it to be of of God, you know, and spirit led and where we can worship together and not just put on a concert because we're not that good. But um, but we just. So there's different ideas in, in our head of what we want, and it just doesn't work out sometimes when we get together and practice, and we're like, we're not that. We're not Hillsong. We're not Elevation Worship. We're not Fernando Ortega. So we can't do that. So we have to come up with what we are, and I think it was a pretty good mix. There was it. it was a pretty good mix. There's some some modern in there and some hymns and some modern mixed with hymns. You know, right. we, Abigail is, is pretty good at making... A, a what do you call it a, a medley a medley and mixing some songs together and so kind of like what we did with Waymaker going into Awesome God there at the end and that was all Abigail you know I think I might have said the idea or maybe you had an idea like that or I don't know how we yeah, ended up but we do some medleys Abigail really likes to do these medleys and so I don't know we just kind of got together and talked and uh, Tates were like, we don't like that song at all. So we're like, okay, I guess that's done. Or we listen to it. And we're like, that's just, we can't do that. We're not ready for that. And uh, we just come down to this this medium. And uh, I'd like to say we were just really super spiritual. We prayed a whole bunch. But I mean, we, we did. But uh, it was more of what we could do. Well, it was it was great. It was, it was awesome. Yeah. So. Well, good. Thanks. All right, Joshua, I think that is it. We, we covered an hour. Uh, so if you're expecting an hour and three minutes, well, you got it. So <laughs> let's go ahead and get out of here. Thank you, Grims, for actually being in studio. Oh. Before you leave, we did one. So we'll see you next week, everyone. Take care. You've been listening to the Mike Charleston Podcast.